Welcome back to Connect with Encompass Health. I'm your host, Hilary Carnell, Associate Director of Public Relations. On our second episode, we're excited to be joined by Lisa Little, Chief Nursing Officer at Encompass Health Rehabilitation Hospital of Mechanicsburg in Pennsylvania. Welcome, Lisa, and thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Hillary. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, today we're going to talk with Lisa about how the COVID-19 pandemic impacted her hospital, specifically her nursing staff, and the tips she has for avoiding nursing burnout during challenging times. Before we jump in, let's share your background with our listeners, Lisa. Tell us a little bit about what led you to nursing. Actually, Hillary, nursing is a second career for me. I um, actually started as an accounting major and um, worked in a construction company for a few years after graduating high school and college. And then I became an EMT in my early 20s. And being able to have that experience uh, led me to become a medical assistant in a family practice office. And from there, I saw all of the things that I could do as a nurse to help others, not just what I was currently doing. And so I decided in my mid-30s as a single mom to start back to school at the local community college and get my nursing degree. So I worked at a community hospital for 20 years. I actually started there in the late 90s as an EMT. And when I became a nurse, then I was able to serve in different roles within the hospital. Um, those roles included being a tech in the ER, being a pre-hospital um, emergency medical technician provider. I also was able to uh, start as a nurse. My very first job was on a, a cardiac unit. And then from there, I floated to different departments, including the ICU and the emergency department. And then I stepped up to a nurse supervisor role and eventually became the nurse manager on the medical surgical unit. Um, which was really, really rewarding. And so once I got into leadership, I thoroughly enjoyed leadership. I felt that was where I needed to be. And so I continued to climb the ladder into other positions. Um, then in 2018, a chief nursing officer role became available at Encompass Health. One of the um, the things that was pretty amazing about that was that the CEO here at this hospital um, was also a coworker of mine when I was at Memorial Hospital for those 20 years. And so she gave me a call and we talked about the job and, and, you know, she really gave me a lot of information about what that type of leadership looked like. And I decided to throw my hat in the ring for that position. And um, I interviewed against other also qualified candidates, and I wound up um, getting the position, which I'm really grateful for because we've built a really great team here at Encompass Health, um, not only in nursing, but just in the entire hospital. Oh, I love hearing that. I love hearing the background and kind of your journey as a nurse. And um, we're excited to have you with Encompass Health, and I'm constantly amazed by the great work all of our nurses are doing um, across the country, especially um, during the pandemic. Um, so let's go to that. Um, so take us back to the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic when you first realized, hey, this is happening. Um, can you talk a little bit about how that impacted your nursing staff and give some advice on um, how other nurses can stay positive during difficult times like these? Well, for us, we started planning way at the beginning of time. So when COVID first came and uh, like the middle of March, we started planning because we wanted to make sure that the staff felt confident in what we were going to be doing and the safety measures that we would put in place, not only for them, but also for our patients. 
it takes every discipline in the hospital to pull something like that off, as I'm sure in other hospitals um, they did as well. But we came together collaboratively as a team in the entire hospital to make these plans. Um, you know, we focused on the fact that this is real. We're going to be here at some point and we're going to need to deal with it. So why not prepare for it and have the correct mindset going into it? So we made sure the teams were going to be prepared with PPE and the oversight of leadership. We wanted to make sure everyone um, knew that we were working together. And then we wanted to make sure that we kept a positive outlook on it, even when we weren't the ones to have COVID in our hospital. So we know that in our region, we have 19 hospitals. We're in the Northeast region for Encompass Health. And in those hospitals, they were getting hit um, in New Jersey and up north in Massachusetts way before us. And so we were able to provide support for those hospitals as a staff. Um, you know, and then even when it got a little more real in this area, still one of our hospitals that was close proximity to us had patients with COVID before we did. And, you know, we just did little things like reaching out and calling and supporting each other. And, and we took Klondike bars down to one of the hospitals and we surprised them and left them on the doorstep for their staff to enjoy to let them know we were thinking of them. And I think those little things, the staff knowing that we were doing those things gave them a little spark of hope that when we started to have COVID in our own hospital, um, that, that we were very supportive and we would be there for them. And I believe that was very important in the very beginning in helping to stay positive. Um, we were very transparent with what was happening at our hospital, which also, um, you know, lends to the fact that a transparent leadership is everything when something like this is happening. And, and we made sure that we had um, daily, if not weekly, emails to update staff and just in talking one-to-one -one with people. And then when COVID finally did um, hit our hospital in November, um, you know, we were able to go back to all those plans we made in March and resurrect everything and make sure that we were meeting daily and getting things out to staff and letting them know what was happening. Um, so I think that that was, those were really a lot of important parts in keeping the staff and the leadership positive in knowing that we got this and we're going to get through it and it's going to be okay. So specifically speaking about the patient population, what made treating the COVID-19 patient population different from patients we would typically care for at an Encompass Health inpatient rehabilitation hospital? Well, one of the things that's really important at our rehabilitation hospital is that our patients are getting three hours of intense therapy a day. And in order for them to do that, um, you know, we typically take patients to the gym where they work in groups. We have group sessions. We have individual sessions. We have partner sessions. And so when COVID started coming into the building, um, it made our ability to take those patients to the gym um, very difficult because we had other patients that we needed to worry about getting COVID. Um, so one of the really cool things that we were able to do is the unit that we had open, we actually um, took one of the patient rooms and we turned it into a mini gym so that our COVID patients could actually get almost that same intensive therapy. In fact, if, if not the same intensive therapy that they were receiving on a daily basis when they could go to the gym. So I think that was our biggest challenge. The other challenge, I believe, for the staff and the patients was just that they were in those rooms and in that unit all the time. So 
So when a staff member came in to care for patients on the COVID unit, they got donned with all of their PPE that was necessary to be worn. And once they got into that unit, they, they didn't come out until the end of their shift. So, you know, we did have a place in there where they were able to um, doff safely so that they could give their face a break from the N95s and they could take a breather and get a snack and something to eat. Uh, but we also were in there for eight or 12 hours. And so that was one of the things that I think was the most challenging for staff was caring for acutely ill patients in a section of the hospital that wasn't open to others. We have runners bringing things to the unit. We had actually set up in that clean area. Uh, we had set up some things where we could have nutrition supplies and we could have clean supplies that we needed for the patients. And so we kind of made it its own little hospital area, but that was very difficult for them was to not really have the communication with their coworkers like they did on a daily basis. So on the subject of your team, how did you keep your team feeling confident that they were safe? As someone who wasn't in the hospital setting, it was frightening to see what was happening in the media. And I'm sure it had to be scary as a nurse who was jumping in to care for these individuals. One thing that we're very fortunate is that we have 135 plus hospitals in Encompass Health. And because of that, we have collaboration from other hospitals where supplies are needed. And the first thing Encompass Health did was create a database for those supplies for all of the hospitals in our region and then in our country so that we could assure our staff that we would have the PPE that we needed and we would have the amount of PPE that we needed. And even though we had to make some um, recommendations for the CDC for gown usage and mask usage and things like that, um, the staff knew that we had everything that they needed here um, to feel safe taking care of these patients. So that is just one of the huge advantages of working for a hospital like Encompass Health, where we all work together for the greater good of not just the patients, but also our staff. When it comes to your leadership team, was there anything that you were doing there too, just to you know strengthen yourselves as a team and better support your staff on the floor? Absolutely. One of my big beliefs, and coming from the ground up in medicine to where I am now, I feel very, very strongly that leadership needs to be visible and participating in any aspect. There can be any day of the week that you'll see myself and the leadership team out on the floor answering call bells and taking patients to therapy and doing all of the things that need to be done to support the staff. Our director of quality and risk is also an RN, and I am very, very lucky to be able to partner with her. She and I were in scrubs every day for at least the first two weeks. Um, and probably longer, actually out on the floor. We were pulling meds and running supplies, and we were in with the staff that, you know, were caring for patients and just helping where we could. Um, it, was, it was actually very refreshing to be back in those scrubs and back on the floor with the staff. I, I will say that, you know, one of the things that, that I do on a daily basis is that I am out on the floor with the staff and those types of things. But during this time, you know, I got lots of comments like, oh, my gosh, that's Lisa. I couldn't recognize you with all of the mask and the, the goggles and all the things on. And, and it was kind of funny because 
um, scrubs isn't something they're normally used to seeing me in. But, you know, that was a way for me to contribute. And I feel like it wouldn't have been any other way as far as I'm concerned. And just having that partner in the director of quality and risk was also amazing. We came in on that Sunday when we created the unit and we literally moved every patient into that unit so that the staff could concentrate on what they needed to be doing with the patients that were currently here and needing care. So it was just really a great um, leadership moment. It was great for our charge nurses and our supervisors and everyone to feel that support and then they could help us as well but also you know kind of move on with the normal stuff um so my advice for anybody in a leadership position during a time like this um, is to just be present and be there for your leadership team and be there for your staff and make yourself visible so that they know that you are there to personally support them and just not on paper or emails but that you are, you're there. So even in this, you know, that constant support that you're giving your teams, I'm sure it's incredibly difficult to continue bringing your best self to work each day in such a stressful time. What are some tips you have for nurses to prioritize their own mental health? As a hospital, we try to provide a lot of resources for our staff, including the employee assistance program, that we have through our HR department. We have a respiratory therapist who is also a counselor outside of her regular job. And she came in and she taught staff a technique called tapping, which is an anti-anxiety technique. Um, and, And the staff that attended that session went away with just a really new way to deal with anxiety and stress. Um, We, we constantly are promoting working out, reading a book, getting your alone time. We have a room in the downstairs of our hospital that we call our relaxation room. That room was actually created last year around Christmas time as a gift to the staff to be able to take a break in a place that didn't involve being in the hospital per se. And there are two lounge chairs there. We have a a sound machine. There's a diffuser for essential oils. There, you can take a book in there and read it. You can take your headphones and listen to music. It's very soft lighting. And, you know, our therapy staff and our nursing staff, in addition to the rest of the staff in the hospital, are able to enjoy that room for 10 minutes at a time, 15. They can spend their lunch in there, um, whatever they want to do. And it's just a really cool place that has been very handy for us to be able to send people to under very stressful times um, to enjoy some of that peace and solace that isn't on the floor. So, you know, we just constantly tried to do things. We celebrate a lot at this hospital. We have a lot to celebrate. Um, And we have brought in an ice cream truck and we started treat Thursday. That was one way for the staff to get off the floor and and not think about what they were doing is every Thursday they go to our cafeteria and we started this like in June and it has continued. And I don't know that we'll ever be able to stop it to be honest, because everybody loves it. So we went down and last Thursday we had fried Oreos and There might be an ice cream sundae bar. There could be a cobbler. You name it. Our cafeteria has done a phenomenal job 
of feeding our staff that have been working in the COVID unit and allowing them to have that treat every Thursday as a thank you. And so just those little things that make all the difference to the staff. I love the idea of Treat Thursday. So aside from, you know, all the efforts that we've put toward our own employees and taking care of them, are there some other tips that you can provide other nurses or somebody who else is in this situation outside of the Encompass Health Network? Oh, absolutely. I think the most important thing people need to remember is that, you know, we're in reality right now of what COVID is. And so being sure that they're taking time for themselves to decompress maybe doing a little yoga, listening to some music, not being afraid to talk to somebody if they're feeling very stressed out and hopeless and desperate. You know, that is the most important thing that I think, um, you know, nurse to nurse, we understand each other. Um, Nurse to someone else, we may not. There are a lot of people out there saying, well, you're a nurse, you chose this profession, so now this is what you've chosen to do. And it really isn't. You know, we chose to take care of people and along came the pandemic and we're doing the best that we can. We really are. These nurses are incredible. And, you know, the techs that are working next to the nurses are just incredible and we're doing it. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to feel emotion about it. So I really feel like being able to do something for yourself or being having that person to communicate with, whether it be a coworker or your boss or reaching out to a therapist so that this doesn't become an all-consuming thing and you're able to have that time away from caring for others. Perfect. And I know that um, even teletherapy and telecounseling has become, you know, very popular during the pandemic to support not only people in healthcare, but people outside of that as well. So as we talked about, there are obviously a lot of low points during this pandemic emotionally, but what are some positives that will ultimately come out of this pandemic? How do you think nursing will look different in the future? You know, I think that every day we need to look for that silver lining. So I'm really glad that you asked that. I feel like for the nurses at Encompass and nurses everywhere that that we have developed a higher sense of compassion, not being able to have families here visiting with their loved ones, not being able to have somebody um, to talk to for hours. You know, those are the things that we see that we need to step in and do for people. And so I think a higher sense of compassion, definitely. And I will say we are, you know, we're having patients visit with doctors that they need to follow up with from the acute care hospital online. So new technology that's helping us stay connected, not just for those doctor's office visits so they don't fall behind in their medical treatment, but also a way to reach out to their families. You know, one of the coolest parts of being a nurse anywhere is when you can be part of something that's so important to a patient, in my opinion, and being able to set up a Zoom call with a patient's entire family, being able to, if they don't have COVID, we have a sunshine window, being able to have come up with the idea for a two-way phone system on either side of a piece of glass where people can see each other and put their hands up to the window like they're touching and talk to each other. And, you know, just having that human interaction that isn't just the nurse um, has been something. And and just the ingenuity of everybody trying to figure out how to make things work. Um, So I think that, you know, although we are seeing some nurses exiting healthcare, 
because their experience has been different than another's is very saddening. And I would hope that eventually they would be able to come back to do the thing that they absolutely love. But from a technology standpoint, from a compassion standpoint, if we're looking for the positives in those things, I think those are definitely two of the things that, that we could count as positives in all of this. So on the other hand, what would you say to college students that are looking to enter the field or for people who were thinking about making that jump to their second career like you as a nurse, but are a little hesitant now? Well, I will say at least for our hospital personally, we have had um, some new graduate nurses come and join us, which we're very excited about and we're working them through it. Um, We have had some staff that are looking at not staying in healthcare and we've been able to talk to them about how this is a season. You know, a season generally doesn't last a long time. We've been in this for almost a year now, so we need to be realistic. But in the grand scheme of things, going back to the why, why did you become a nurse? Why did you want to become a tech? And looking at that why can really help people decide whether they want to stay in the career or move on to another career. And, you know, the most important thing I can say is just stay strong, be resilient, but you need to make the decision that is best for you and your family at the time. All wonderful information. Thank you so much, Lisa, for sitting down with us today and talking through this. And thank you and your team for everything that they're doing for our patients, for our communities, and the healthcare network during this time and always. We appreciate all that you do. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I um, had the opportunity, and I just really need to reiterate what a great team of nurses and techs we have here at Encompass Health in Mechanicsburg, um, and just the whole hospital team that makes a huge difference in these patients' lives every single day. Thanks for joining us today. To our listeners, stay tuned for more episodes of Connect with Encompass Health coming soon. In the meantime, you can connect with us online by visiting blog.encompasshealth.com.